Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Today's episode, we're going to talk about the beneficial ownership information form that everybody has to fill out, or most businesses have to fill out anyway. We're also going to be talking about a few tips that I have for Messenger and teams. And we're going to close it out with how should you be managing your time? Enjoy. All right, welcome to the Age of Jeremy. If this is the first time or your first time on the Age of Jeremy, my name is Jeremy Quintanilla. I am the founder and CEO of Q Consolidated Limited. We focus on investing and creating businesses in media and entertainment, finance, investing, and insurance, education and e-learning, art, music, and the humanities, earth and human sustainability and advancement, and earth and space exploration and transportation. Our current businesses include 3T Warrior Academy, Q Financial, Age of Jeremy, and Merlin, just to name a few. You can find me on all social media platforms at Age of Jeremy, except on X. It's at Age of Jeremy Q. I'm on Facebook. For some weird reasons, it's Cesar Jeremy Quintanillo, which is my full, beautiful Spanish name, minus, I guess, the Jeremy. There are links in the episode description to all of these. Also, make sure you check me out on YouTube at Age of Jeremy. If you are new to the podcast, this is all about the trials and tribulations I go through to build my business empire. And I hope you pick up some wisdom along the way. I also have guests that share their trials and tribulations, becoming content creators, and the adventures they have gone through to become entrepreneurs. If you want to see Coach CJV's financial blueprint, there is a link in my link tree in the episode description. It is a warrior's guide to financial freedom, absolutely free. Please also join my Q Consolidated channel in my Age of Jeremy Instagram account. I provide extra insight on the things I have going on in business and in my life. Hopefully, you will find some wisdom in it, and it is free to join. Also, make sure to check out ageofradio.com to see all the amazing podcasts that we have. We will be adding more soon. We've added about three over the last couple of months. There are episode links in the episode description because that's where the episode links will be. You can also join our amazing community of content consumers and content creators at our Addicted to Podcasting Facebook group. All are welcome. All right, let's get this show on the road. All right, so first things first. If you are on social media and you have a business, you've probably heard about this BOI form that every business is going to have to fill out by the end of the year. And I just want to let you know that that is a true thing. You do have to fill out a BOI form. And the the easiest place to go to learn more about it is FinCEN, F-I-N-C-E-N dot gov. And essentially, the reason why 
that the United States government is having every business do it um, is because of the fact that they're trying to curb financial fraud and they're trying to make sure that there's lack of money laundering. You could also say they're just trying to know more and more about our business. But the truth is, you file, if you're filing your taxes, they know about your business anyway. And they also know the people that control that business as well. But beginning on January 1st, 2024, many companies in the United States will have to report information about their beneficial owners. Essentially, the individuals who ultimately own or control the company, up to 25%, they will have to report the information to the Financial Crimes Enforcement Network, FinCEN. FinCEN is a bureau of the U.S. Department of the Treasury. So who has to report this? So the people that have to report this are companies required to report are called reporting companies. Reporting companies may have to obtain information from their beneficial owners and report that information to FinCEN. Your company may be a reporting company and need to report information about its beneficial owners if your company is one, a corporation, a limited liability company, also known as an LLC, or was otherwise created in the United States by filing a document with the Secretary of State or any similar office under the law of state or Indian tribe, or a foreign company and was registered to do business in any U.S. state or Indian tribe by such a filing. Okay. And so essentially, you are going to have to put the beneficial owners, their information, anybody that owns 25%. If you have a business that owns 25%, you're going to have to give the people that own that 25% if they own a portion that will make your business 25%. And you also have to put the people that control it. And so this isn't actually something that's new. What's new about this is the fact that everybody has to report it. Anytime that you go and get information, you go and get a bank account at the bank for a business, you have to have you have to, the bank has you fill one of these out. I used to do them all the time. We call them certific certification of beneficial ownership forms. We had to find out every single individual that owned 25% or more of the company and who had control of that company. And they had to sign off on that, the business did. And so it's not that it's new. It's just that it's going to be new for people to have to do it themselves. And what's great about this, there are lawyers like the lawyer that we have in our 3-2 Warrior Academy, Yale. She can do the filing for you. You can e-file it online. It's always sometimes better to have a lawyer do it if you are not you know, good at these types of things. Or if you want to not have to do it at all, just pay someone to do it. One of the things that we're finding out is that it just makes more sense to pay people to do what they're good at so you can do more of what you are good at. It's a saying that CJV heard over the weekend that he has said to me like five times, and I'm very adamant about it. And in my growth year of 2024, my hired help year of having to leverage people to do more and make sure that they're getting paid well, right? To do more for me and with me, that is my number one goal. And the goal is to get them to do what they love to do so you can do more time doing what you need to do. So make sure that you go to FinCEN.gov, learn about this beneficial ownership information form, reach out to a lawyer to help you fill it out if you need it, or you can file it online yourself. All right, before we get into one of the main topics that I want to talk about, which is time. I want to talk about some cool tips or some cool things that I found, and uh, hopefully I'll be doing some like video sharing of these on uh, social media so you can see them. But one, one last week I realized that in Teams, so it's really hard to explain this. There's business teams and there's consumer teams, and Windows 11 has like a little icon with a camera on it that connects to all the people that have teams that are individuals, and you can talk to them, you could call them, you can do all kinds of stuff. Well, they implemented a way for you to actually connect your phone to it if you are an Android user, and so I was able to do that. It pulls up a QR code. You snap the QR code, and you can actually connect your phone to your teams, and now I can text people 
and call people from teams from one-to-one conversation. And so that is one of the best things that has happened to me because I spend so time at my much time at my computer. It would be easier to get those text messages on screen. And I know that Apple had something like that with their messenger um, that I was super, super jealous for. And I'm really glad that we have that now on Microsoft. Super, super happy. Um, the other thing that's really cool about Teams that uh, I found was that you can create different communities. And I talk about this on um, my Lo-Fi episode too, that communities are really the heartbeat of what you should be focusing on, mainly because you are an accumulation of people's network that you have around you. Not saying that you should just go out and find wealthy people and rich friends, but at some point in time, you will want to raise money for something. And so when you think about the people that you're hanging out with and their net worth, you can kind of look at that as your entire network's net worth. And the larger the network of the network that you have, the easier it's going to be for you to raise capital in certain situations. And I, they, people say this stuff all the time on social media, and they're always saying it flashy. I don't even know if they know what the fuck that they mean when they say it. Um, and so one of my things is to dispel a lot of that and explain that a lot of the things that that motivational speakers and people say on TikTok and Instagram or in their, I don't know, bro motivation or whatever, those things are true. I think it's just they're not really sitting down and taking time because it's in such a short video format to explain specifically what it means, or they don't know what it means because they're just trying to say shit sound cool. But the truth is, is that when we created one of our brands, I'm not going to say what brand it is, but it's a brand that I have with CJV. Um, you, you can look at it and you figure out we we needed to borrow money. We needed to raise money and we raised that money from our network. And we've done that with Merlin. We have done that with our Hinosis Limited Partnerships inside of our 3T Warrior Academy, um, which are 506B funds. Um, to have access to them, you have to be in our Warrior Academy. And so when we look at how we do with, when we look at, raising money, it is really an accumulation of your network. And the way that you can build good relationships is by being part of communities. That's why I'm so adamant about WhatsApp communities, Teams communities now, Facebook communities, Discord communities, because we have more reach than we've ever had before. The problem is, is that we're not doing the activities to build the build the relationships of with what we of what we want with these people when we're when we're online. And that's one of the things that I'm working very heavily on this year to get rid of is to build really strong relationships with the people that I have online, just as if they were here with me, because it's okay with me to have those relationships online and then eventually to be able to meet those people in person and have relationships with them in person. Relationship building takes a lot of time, but there is such not only an emotional benefit to it, but there is also a wealth benefit to it as well. The other thing that I found that was really, really fantastic, I found this by accident. So we have in our addicted to podcasting chats, we have we have like different, sorry, in our addicted podcasting Facebook group, we have different chats. And in those chats, we people can ask podcast questions to people. They can, you know, hook up to not hook up, but like they can hook up to meet up to do a podcast and things like that. And then there's just a normal chat. And so in the podcast questions, one, one of our um, hosts or one of our shows, um, and this is an open group to everybody, but they're, but people who are interested in maybe starting a podcast or starting content creation, they can ask questions to the people that are in there as well. And so she was asking about a microphone. And so I created a chat from the feed post that she had. And when we went over to the chat, she accidentally created a side chat. And I did not know that you could create side chats inside of Messenger. And so if you're on the phone in Messenger and you go up to the top, there's a a button at the top that you can can go to. Oh, let me see. Let me let me just pull up my messenger real quick because I, I think this is important. And so if so, I'm in my podcast. Well, let me do it. Let me do the let me do the podcast support question. So if you go up to the top, there should be a little like button, and it says side chats can can appear here. I went to the same exact chat. Hold on, one more moment. 
Um, production questions. Okay. So if you have a message, so Red says, please tell me why I pressed the music button and thought it was going to play a little sound because uh, we have a sound wave theme on our messenger. So if I hold that, it's going to pull up options. It's going to say reply, create side chat, create poll or more. If I hit create side chat, it's going to create a... A message. It's going to create a side chat that you can go to at the top. There's a little messenger button again at the very top of the the, the chat. There will be the notification bell, and then there will be another chat button. If you click that, it'll say your side chats will show here, and now you can run side chats off of the chats. I do not know how long Messenger has had that, but that created a very big. That created a very. That created a, a powerful solution to a problem that I had with having those those chats in there. So now, like in our, our Addicted to Podcasting host um, Facebook group, we have a support chat if they need to reach out to us about their podcast specifically. And that will allow them to ask the question. We can create that side chat, have that chat with them, and it can all stay inside of that messenger. And so I think, Messen I think Meta is doing a fantastic job. I hope they can continue to do it. I hope they make workforce more powerful. I hope they make groups more powerful. I hope they make these chats more powerful. And as you know, I am a a shareholder of Meta, and it's one of my favorite stocks um, to own. And 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 Mark Zuckerberg's latest latest release in his uh, on Instagram and Meta Facebook about their focus on artificial intelligence, where they're taking it. Make sure that you check that out because they, I think, they're going to be doing some amazing things with artificial intelligence. And then the other thing that I wanted to mention, just as a last side note for teams that I found over the last couple of weeks, is I've been trying to be more efficient is inside of teams in the, the desktop teams for like business teams. If there is a chat that you have and you want someone says something and you want to save that chat for later, you can actually pin it to the top of that chat so you can go back to it if you need to, which I think is super, super fantastic. And I think that it has really helped like Josh in our media team because in our media team chat, there's a lot of stuff that happens in that. And so when CJV maybe says something in there and then it, get, it gets lost because we start talking, Josh can go back to that, pin it, so then he can go back and find what he needs later. And I think that those are the things, those little things are the things that can make us more efficient and more beneficial in all that we do. So I hope that those things helped you out and we will be right back. This is a popular clip that's going around social media and I want you to hear it because it talks about how Ed Milet has um, multiple days inside of the day. My day is 6 a.m. to noon, and I'm not crazy. You're crazy for thinking it takes 24 hours, just like some dude in a cave did 300 years ago. My second day starts at noon and goes till 6 p.m. That's day two. And then the next day is 6 p.m. to midnight. What I've done now is I have changed and manipulated time. I now get 21 days a week. Stack that up over a month, I'm going to kick your butt. Stack it up over a year, you're toast. Stack it up over five years, my entire life is different than it would have been otherwise. All right, this is a video from Ed Milet uh, where he says that he has multiple days inside of a day, or it's a clip. Um, from it because you can't see this right now but it's from a video and uh, I think that uh, the social media makes fun of this video a lot and I um, I can I can understand where they're coming from from that regard um, two things one I like Ed Milet I love people who have conviction about their faith I respect anybody that who is open openly talks about their faith especially since I did not openly talk about my faith for a very long time again maybe their faith is a little bit different than my faith and my faith might be misconstrued um, but I feel that because I'm a Buddhist I'm an occultist I'm a mystic um, a yogi what have you and so so I, I think that I respect people that talk about their faith and they talk openly about it. I think that those people are much more powerful when it comes to creating the world that they want. 
um, because they utilize their faith and it creates a almost destiny inside of them. Um, I, I, I know that the, for instance, we'll talk about J, J.D. Rockefeller. There's a story where he was supposed to be on a train. He didn't get on that train. That train crashed. He could have died. And that was the thing because of his belief system in God, that God saved him for a specific purpose. And that purpose drove him the rest of his life. And so, and then, you know, they created Standard Oil and so forth. And so I think that that, that part is one of the things that I really respect about people. It's one of the main things that I respect about CJ is that he opened that's something that I, I respect that because I never had that right it's super easy for me to it was always easy for me to talk about Christianity when I was a Christian um uh but I think for some people it's not easy to and then for CJV to stand up and talk about the way that he believes in Jesus is very uh is very empowering in to me right and so so that makes me want to speak more about it and so I respect people that do that and Ed Milet does that and Milet I also respect people that seem like very family family guy family people and they don't like do it in a in in a in a what's the word in a self-serving way the way in which they do stuff with their family if that makes sense so I respect that my lab um, and I also respect what he's saying in this video I think that it's just not very well explained and I think it's a very cool great concept of time management and so essentially essentially he's breaking up his days into different days but what that's really doing is it's blocking out different time for different aspects of his life and or for different things that he's doing on in those days and so the best in my opinion the best way to manage your time and move yourself forward is through time management and time blocking Okay, so if you've never done time blocking, it works really, really good on a I, on a Outlook calendar. That's where I do most of it. But essentially, you block off time for the things that you're actually going to do, or for the things that fit into a specific role that exists inside of your life. So Ed Milet has another video that I love that where he talks about that he used to spend his time putting all of his business stuff in first and putting his family in last. The way in which you put stuff into a planner is you put the most important, meaningful stuff in first, and then you fill the rest of it up with the other things that you need to get done, okay? So if, if you are not putting your family first, then your family does not come first in your life. It's just a hard, it's a fact. And so when I have time, like today, I know that once I'm done with this podcast, I'm recording this on 1 January 2024, I'm meeting with my mom after this, I have that time put into my calendar to have lunch with her. Doesn't matter what I'm doing, at that time, that's what I'm doing. That was the most important thing. If my wife comes to me and she says, Jeremy, on Friday, I could have an important meeting on Friday, I could have, I could have the most important meeting with my life, it could lose me a billion dollars, okay? If my wife comes to me the week before that and says, hey, I, I didn't get this to you, I need to have you on Friday, I put that into my calendar on that week, if they're not able to move that meeting around, that I'm not going to that meeting. It's just that that is as simple as it gets because you put the things in first what matter the most. Okay. And so that's why planning is so important. So in the case of if my wife comes to me and we had something on Friday, if she knew about for long enough in advance, that's why you need to have communication. So you can put those things in. So then you can put the other things that around it. So family always is going to come first. Ariana is always going to come first to make sure that she's getting her education. Anybody in my family, if they say I need you here at this time for this amount of time, that's going in my calendar. And if something is in the way of it, then it's going to get moved or I'm not going to it. If that thing that's in the way of it is also one of the most important important things, then that's going to be the second thing that gets taken care of after the family. And so there is a famous book. You you call, you think about this. It's in First Things First. Uh, they talk about this by Stephen um, Covey. And so first, so think about a jar. You put all the big rocks in. You have to, then you put all the pebbles in. If you put all of the pebbles in first, you have no room for the big rocks. So you have to put the most important things first in your day. 
and then surround it with the other things. Okay. So that's the first thing. The second thing that helps with that is if you have blocked time for certain things in your week. So for instance, there I have blocked time where I work on age of radio stuff. I have blocked time where I work on Merlin stuff and that Merlin stuff that I have tasked during that time, I go off of it in, in an important matter. So I get those areas that need to get done in my calendar first, and then I organize the tasks that need to get done during those times. So if the tasks, for instance, are, you know, uh, I have to put up two videos, I have to, um, so for instance, for Merlin, last Merlin session that I had, the things that I needed to gun, I get done, I needed to go in and um, upload uh, videos to Vimeo, I had to get those videos from Vimeo into Intercom, and then I had to update them into YouTube and get a link over to, to Chris, um, to a gentleman named Chris, who is our one of our front-end designers, so that he could build out our Learn page separately, differently in Merlin, okay? The second thing that I needed to get done, I needed to reach out to a guy on Join Brands, which is a company that we use to find social media people to make videos for us or advertising for us or whatever the case is. So then I went there. I asked the question to the gentleman that I needed to do. And then if I had any more time left, I kept going. If I did it, then the time stopped. In that case, it did take the full hour and a half that I had allotted for it. And that time was over. And so what he's doing in this video or in this clip is that he's doing that same concept, but he's breaking his days into different segments and then managing his time more efficiently within those segments. And that is what is so powerful about this. And here's the thing that I find really humorous is that the people that are hating are probably the people that aren't moving their life forward. And the reason why they're not moving their life forward is because they hear something and rather than trying it or trying to think about it in a way that could benefit them, they knock those things down and then they never do it. When the idea actually is a really good idea. If you go from six to noon as one day, noon to six is the second day and the other day from the other day, then the other day to the, the rest of the 24-hour period, six to midnight, is that then you are in his mind, he says that he like has manipulated time. Now he has these three days and he's going to get more done. But the fact is he is going to get more done because from 12 to six, he's doing specific things from 12 to, or from six to 12, he's doing specific things from 12 to six. He's doing other specific things. And from six to midnight, he is doing other specific things. Okay. And the same concept is a concept that Kobe did when he was doing his basketball. If he spent, let me see if I can find, let me see if I can find the morning train at 11, 12, Say 12, train at 12, train for two hours, 12 to two. Um, you have to let your body recover. So you eat, recover, whatever, you get back out, you train, start training again at six. Train from six to eight, right? And now you go home, you shower, you eat dinner, you go to bed, you wake up, do it again, right? Those are two sessions, right? Now imagine you wake up at three, you train at four. Right? Four to six, come home, breakfast, relax, so, so, blah, blah, blah. Now you're back at it again, nine to 11. Right, relax, and now all of a sudden you're back at it again, two to four, and now you're back at it again, seven to nine. Look how much more training I have done by simply starting at four. Right? And so now you do that, and as the years go on, the separation that you have with your competitors and your peers just grows larger and larger and larger and larger and larger. And by year five or six, doesn't matter how, what kind of work they're doing in the summer. Okay, that's a clip from Kobe. Kobe is saying the exact same thing. He is saying that he has a session, okay? You know, in, in the Ed Milet one, it's assuming that he's working for the whole 24 hours, which he's not. But if if Kobe has a, a, a session, right? He has his first session, then he has his second session, then he has his third session, and he created more sessions in it. So I, I'm actually playing it right now. So hold on, hold on. Let me, let me see this real quick. Okay, so he has two days in this first session, okay? If you can hear that. Two sessions in one day. 
Now, wake up earlier at three. You have a new day. Four to six is your first day. Okay. Nine to 11 is your second day or your second session. And then two to four, seven to nine, four days. Okay. So he simply started earlier on what he was doing. He broke out his sessions into multiple sessions or days, which is a kind of what I think the concept of Ed Milet is. I could be wrong. That's what I think the concept of what Ed Milet is saying. And he has now created more time doing the thing that's moving his life forward, and he will outproduce anybody. It's the same thing that Ed Milet said. However, when we hear it from, say, Kobe, we don't make fun of it. When we hear it from, say, Ed Milet, we make fun of it. And so, but and it's because of the explanation of the concept. So the whole purpose of time management and how to move yourself forward is by breaking out your days specifically to have specific tasks. And in the case of Ed Milet, he calls them days. In the case of Kobe, he calls them sessions. So it's time blocking for a specific thing. And the more of those blocks of time that you can get in throughout the day, you will have more work sessions than anybody else around you, and you will move forward. Musk has a quote, and he believes that if you work twice as hard as anybody, you will have twice as much as them. Okay. If you work three times more than someone, you have three times more with them. I'm going to put a caveat to that is that it's working twice and three times as more as other people in a, in a, um, in a task that is moving the, the needle forward. Okay. Or moving yourself forward. If you're, you're just working and the, the work is just meaningless, it's not going to, you're not going to produce that amount of wealth or double the amount of wealth than the other person. The goal is that if you can work more or in the case of in case of Elon Musk, if you can work 120 hours a week, you will get further than every other person as long as those hours that you are working are meaningful. So if you break up these sessions throughout your day, like say Ed Milet did or Kobe, you have more work that you are doing in different sessions and you will get further. That's the concept of it. Again, I think Ed Milet could have maybe explained it better. I think the Kobe explanation is perfect because he created different days or sessions of that work. And because of that, he now has four sessions in one day by starting his day earlier. Okay. By starting his day earlier. Okay. And he has where the other person only had two sessions. He now had four sessions, I believe. And because of that, he will have more work in and be better. And if you live by that and you put in that work, you will go super, super far. So to recap with the time management thing, make sure that you're blocking out your time. Some of that could be sleep, could be eight hours of sleep. That second death, third day you could sleep, right? In the end my let case, make sure that you're putting that stuff in, put the important stuff in, put your rest in, your, your wellness in, and then create work, hard work sessions the rest of that time work meaningful during that time and you will go farther than any other person. If you have any questions about what I'm talking about, reach out to me on socials. I would be more than happy to work with you or to look at your schedule and to say, you should do this, this, and this. The thing is, is that people who make fun of this stuff, they never move themselves forward because they're too busy. They're too busy not having, they're too busy having a closed mind to say, what is there? What is he really saying? How can I take that? And how can I apply it to my life? Because that person, I don't know how much Ed, Ed Milet net actual net worth is. It says like it's a half a billion dollars or something like that online. I don't know if that's the, the true number, but the point is, is that he is doing something that other people wish that they might be doing, or he may have something that you wish that you might have. So why not listen to that person? You don't have to copy them verbatim, Find out what they're doing and follow their moves. Do the things that successful people do, and that is how you will move yourself forward. So the next time that you see something, 
maybe make a giggle, maybe like, yeah, yeah. And then listen to what it's saying, okay? And see how you can apply it to your life. Just try it. Try it a few times. Try it for a year. Try it for a year. Try to take all these crazy things that these people say on social media and try them. Try to understand them. Try to apply them in your life and see how much different your life and how much better your life is going to be the following year. As I always say, namo mirabutsu, be thankful, grateful, and kind. And I will talk to you next time. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to The Age of Jeremy. Our opening song was Brave Faces Everyone by Spanish Love Songs. Our closing song was Illuminati Hotties, Threatening Each Other Recapitalism. I record on a Neumann microphone into a Zoom L8, utilizing Steinberg's Cubase and Waves plugins. Make sure that you rate this podcast wherever you get your podcast. If your podcatcher allows you to rate it, make sure you share it with as many people as possible. That would be amazing. Remember, I always say, be thankful, grateful, and kind, and I'll talk with you next time. Bye.